Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. Sirius XM Channel 80. Say play ESPN Radio. We pop up on your smart speakers. Download the podcast. Very popular podcasting. Growing fast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. And by the way, we are presented by Progressive Insurance. Yeah, that is what we are presented by. What's up, boys? What's up? up? Jay, when you played in the NBA, did you talk trash? Like, do you? Did you cut to the white meat, though? Or you just kind of. If you opened up the can. Like, I wasn't going to say anything to you off GP, but if you opened up the can, if you, if you came at me, I would unleash. Vicious? I, I, would I didn't you make care. you cry? No, I wasn't like you. You you next level. Oh, yeah, I'm going to make you cry. You I different. Been, like, for I me, like, I, I would hit you with little, like, subtle jabs. Like, oh, that was, that was a good defensive stop. Yeah, I had. No, nah, see, now I ain't talking about that. I'm talking about, like, the personal. Personal. Yes, yeah, I did not. No, I didn't do that. You, well, now you make me most, feel bad. No, 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 no. I want to know, like, what's the most personal you got with somebody? I mean, I've said, I've talked about people's wives. Well, I mean, yes, you know, w- significant others. <laughs> um, not talk about, but just throw a little Yeah, something. throw a little shade at it. Give uh, them some info. Yeah, give them some info. Yeah, oh, that they didn't want to know me. It, it was a DB that played. So this one might have burned. I mean, if it was you, I'm sure it would have burned. So I was playing against a DB that played for Arizona at the time. And. You know, he was running his mouth. Because, you know, they just – he might have batted down a ball or something or made a tackle. He made a tackle, a nice hit. Uh, and I told him, man, you better shut up, man. Your wife named your son after me, man. Be quiet. Was his, his name son Keyshawn? Was Keyshawn. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Is that bad? Could what? he catch? Could Keyshawn catch? He played – I don't know. Oh, he I don't know what he played. I don't know if he even played. I don't know if he played. He was young. He was like – I'm just trying to figure something out. Never mind. Your wife named oh. – your Is that bad? After me. Was that bad? Oh, because you can only imagine in that moment that DB would be like, oh, "Well, there's man. no, there's nothing." There, you why are you gonna clap back after that? Don't bark up that tree. That tree will fall on you. <laughs> I don't know why your advisors ain't forewarn you. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm, yeah. How did he respond? <laughs> no, not Jay. So really, you blocked him out. For it, it, it really, I kept walking back to the huddle and just like turned around and, you know, it's a lot of little stuff you know in circles, and I've used. A lot. That's why a lot of people, when we they come on our show as guests and stuff, they be like, he's shy. They used to talk so much. Because I did. I used to – I really went hard. I remember once upon a time, there was an individual on the team. And you know how you have the kiss cam and they show all this stuff in the stadiums. And, you know, in the world we live in, we kind of – at times when we were players, we run in the same circles yeah, as yeah. people. And, you know and, the same people. The same yeah. people. And I saw the individual on the on the cam on the on the big screen – as I was walking back to the huddle and the guy was walking on the side of me, I knew he knew her. He didn't know I knew her. Oh, Lord. And so I was like, damn, when did she get here? She was just in Tampa on Friday. <laughs> so, you know, his day was shot. Yeah, there's he some stuff. You, there's, there's some game. stuff. 
But you he don't want to know. So much Let's, madness yeah. in the game. So you're the one who took it personal. See, to me, I will do that. I'll be the hot stove oh, if, you you cross if you cross the oh, line. If you got to cross the line, yeah. I'm not yeah. going to cross but it. But start, if you cross it, then when you right. start saying things like, "Oh, you sorry, you ain't never done that," blah blah. Oh, okay, cool. Oh, I just that's a twenty yard game, but I'm gonna tell you something different. So just so happened, <laughs> you better take a thirty yard loss. Just, oh, easy and a sack. So just it happened, right, Jay? And I'm walking side by side, and I'm looking up at the screen because they were showing the replay of the catch. Uh-huh. So I'm walking back, looking at the screen. He's walking next to me, barking, and then they pan to the stands. And when they pan to the stands, I was like, "Oh, oh, damn, yeah, yeah. oh, damn." When did she get here? <laughs> you know, and, and I went into names and everything. It was, <laughs> you know, it was on the best trash talk, and it no was, sense. it was, it was where it wasn't, he wasn't like key, but like yo, Dennis Robin, low key, would do things that would make you feel really uncomfortable. <laughs> like he would put, <laughs> you know, He's Dennis such a great there. player. Dennis was out there, right? Dennis would put his hand on some dude's butt and right. just leave it there. Yeah, I was, I would, and some dude like, what you, what you? yeah, he'd be like, well, it's soft, man. <laughs> He would say things like, he'd be like, what the hell? Robin's the what? best defensive player I ever saw in my life. Yeah. It would make That's you think differently about boxing him out. It would make you think differently about how you would, mm-hmm. like, physically. It was different, man. I went after everybody. Coaches were not off limits. I caught Wade Phillips going through the tunnel when he was the D.C. of the Chargers. And on third down, when I was with the Cowboys, he put the third corner on me. Mm. And obviously, it was a wrap. Six-pack, game over, right? So I caught him going through the tunnel. Now I'm fired up. It was the end of the game. I'm fired up. I score. You know, I just went ham on Wade Phillips. And, like, this is the reason you tried this in Buffalo and I got your blankety-blank fired. And you just going to try it here in San Diego. It's, you like, when, it's, like, oh, when they, it's like when they put the white guy on Larry Bird. He used to get him mad when they tried to put the white guy to defend him. He used to be talking and, to the other coach, and all giving way, him the business. All way he can do is put <laughs> his head down and walk through the tunnel. And I know yeah. it is mine. He was like this. <laughs> so, wait, you ever have a coach bark back at you, though? Oh, yeah, coaches just yeah, always yeah. try to I like when coaches do that, you I like when coaches do that, yeah. Maybe you better be quiet. You can get ready to get fired. You know who's not getting ready to get fired? LeBron, LeBron James! James! What a transition. Keyshawn J. Will and Max is presented by Progressive Insurance here to help you score big savings to see how much you can save on auto insurance. Visit Progressive.com. He signed a two-year, guys, it's reported a two-year $97.1 million extension because he's got another year on his deal, and then he's got another, now he's got a, a, another year guaranteed, plus he has another year after that that he can opt into. So minimum, he's getting paid for three more years, but if he wants, he could be out after two years. But the 97.1 is not exactly right either because the cap rises. So it could be worth as much as $111 million. For the two? For the, f- yeah, for the two. And then the yeah. third year is probably you know, at another $55 million. I think they may be counting it all together. $111 million. Whatever he's getting paid th- this, oh, no, no. The two-year no, extension. Yeah, That's two right. Years, two years is so, so if he goes into three. 111, he goes into three and he opts in. That's probably an opt-in of 55, 60 yeah, million. Yeah, 150 time. million plus. Yeah. 60. He got the bag. <laughs> you could, you get three you. years, 150. <laughs> you get your track soon on. Three. Think about that. Three and, years. And I'm it, just giving you 150 I'm, as a round number. Right. Well, it could Let's be more than that because the cap. The cap It'll right? go it up. It could be two years, 111. Yeah, it could be no, two years, I'm, 111 I'm, plus I'm whatever he's getting. the third this year, year third, regardless. Yeah, or if the cap goes up, it could be like 160. No, no, no. That, the cap, it's 97, the extension. The two years are worth 97. With the cap going up, it could be worth 111. Yes, I understand So that 111 is the high end plus whatever happens, whatever he's getting paid on the books this year. Right? So that's got to be no, in it's the – in place of this year. 
Huh? Part of the extension no. is part of this year. No. The, he his, has, op, his player option is 2024, 2025. That's, two, that's after this year and next year. It's the following year that's the player okay. option. All right. right. Yeah, yeah. All right. Total value of the deal probably going to be about 160-something for three years. Plus or minus. Mm-hmm. When I gra- see 10 years, 160s. He's getting like a three-year three 160. This is why everyone wants to play in the NBA. Well, you play football. That's not fair. It was man. only two years ago that Giannis was the highest paid player in North American what do you sports. Get? Quarter billion? He got a quarter billion he's over like. 50. And for that, they have him for 15,000 years. I wonder if he's top 10 right now. But everybody seems like they're getting the 250s now. Hey, yeah. what do you want? Eh, 250. Yeah, a little quarter billion. Uh, yeah. Yo, you think about A Rod. A Rod got that like almost, what, 20 years ago? Yeah, but that was quarter, for 20 years. 10 years, quarter billion. Yeah, this is for four or five years. That was a years. long time ago. These, like, are like these are like five year deals, deals Max. I'm just saying, could you think of the money? Baseball, they get the most ridiculous money. Yeah. And then basketball and then football because there are more players on the football team. It's a shorter career. Basketball per average is higher. Yeah. Basketball's per average. Now it is, yeah. Now it is. On the big deal. Right. But but they're limited in time. Yeah, but they can come back. Yeah, right. right. I mean, it's like, what's the guy in New Orleans? Zion. Zion just got a buck 70 something. That's his rookie extension. And that's his rookie extension. Next time he's going to be asking for 350. He might get two contracts bigger than that one. Could. Yes. Yeah. Could get three. <laughs> well, LeBron is LeBron now the highest paid a... NBA player of all time when you add it all. It's over and 500 million. It all depends upon how you frame it, right? If you do these two-year deals, which LeBron has always done, like you're always re-upping. He deserves every single penny and then some. Every time the cap goes every up, penny. thank you for my deal. Every penny. Every penny. That's penny. plenty of pennies. Penny. He Will he still be a, an elite player at the end of the contract? <sighs> Two years from now, he will be. I don't know if four years from now, he will be. Right. Or three years from now, yeah. Or, or no, Right. You're four. saying four years because it's going to be going into that yeah. season. Yeah. Yeah. Four years from now, I don't know that. What about All-Star? Two years from now, yes. Possibly three years on a here we go, it's LeBron, we need him at the All-Star game. Let me mention one thing. Vince Carter played all those years, guys, but he evolved as a player from the focal point of his team's offense and a slasher guy to a or at least shooter. to to a three point shooting specialist and and he extended his career. LeBron has adapted his game, of course, but has basically the same kind of player, same role on the team. I just want to mention, I brought up Sean Kemp earlier. Sean Kemp early in his career was a high flying jump over your head power forward. Late in his career was LeBron, a low post wide body. Can't LeBron evolve? I think LeBron's game has already evolved, Max. I don't think he's the same player that he was six years ago. Yes, he's, of course it's involved. No, no, but I'm saying it's it's already happening. You think, he, but like he's you, not. A, you're, you're asking like, will it happen? I'm saying it's already been happening. He's been spending a lot more time down on the block, mm-hmm. right? So there's a little bit more of that old man post game. But and, he's still the primary ball handler. Well, yeah, because that's always that's that's something that always translates. But can't he be like he could still be a super effective player and not your primary ball handler, I would think, as a passer. But can I ask you a question? Why wouldn't you want him as your primary ball handler? I agree. I'm saying if, he, if it gets to the point, because I'll tell you why. Because as he ages, if he loses some, some of the quicks, right? It's never going to take away his passing ability. But, no, not his passing ability, but his handles are not like, there are guys with better handles than LeBron. For his size, they're amazing. But if he loses some of the quicks, maybe he, 
has a different role on the team, but I could, in other words, I so don't see an end the, for him. So he's going to bring it across court and he's going to start backing it down. He's that <laughs> he, guy. He he's could. That Why but, not? But as you, as, you, as you get older, though, like I want the ball in my hands to push and make plays and kick the ball ahead and get hockey assists. Yeah, right. I, right. I, I like being involved in more PNRs, pick and rolls. It makes the game more simplistic. Sure. PNRs. Yeah. Pick and, pick and rolls. Yeah. How old do you. I don't see an end for him. If he if he doesn't if he avoids catastrophic injury, my whole point is he could be all star plus for two or three more years, and then still a very valuable piece. Five I don't years know. From I now. don't know. I don't know. Five years from now, LeBron gonna want to play basketball. Right. Man. Right. It's up. But this. my point is, like Tom Brady, Dude, it may wind may, up being up to him. I'll go ahead. And say, I, I think. I think the when his son comes into the league, I think that would be his last year. Alan Sliwa, host of Travis and Sliwa on the. On Lakers talk on the excellent 710 ESPN LA. Key and I were there, both there for years with us right now. What's going on, Alan? Max, what's going on, man? What's Long up, time, Slee? What's what, up, Slee? What's, what's the, up, Key? What, what is the reaction? You, you got boots on the ground there. What's the reaction in LA to the LeBron deal? So I, I think there's, you know, obviously a lot of optimism, just the mere fact that LeBron will continue at least for two more years here in Los Angeles for two more years to have some type of opportunity with the Lakers to try to compete. Um, I don't think it's also a too big of a surprise or a shock or anything like that. I, I thought the, the one plus one, um, it was rumored a lot. It gives LeBron that flexibility he's looking for. Like you guys just mentioned, gives him the flexibility uh, a couple years from now to potentially still play with Bronny. So um, definitely some optimism. I, I think the biggest question for the Lakers now is, you know, you're looking at potential training camp starting in a little bit over a month. Is Russ going to be there? How's AD going to be this year? How healthy will he be? It's, it's, it's interesting because Braun, I think, as much as we want him to be the conversation, uh, there's so many other things that are as important to see if Braun can still have opportunities this year beyond just going to try to pass Kareem for the all-time scoring title. Sleep. We, You know, a lot of us sit around and we bat around whether or not he's going to be good three years from now, four years from now, is he an all-star, what's going to happen in this situation. And having a two-year deal and a, a, a player opt-in on the third year, is this a situation where he's flexing his muscles so he can be able to dictate what they do with these picks moving forward, potentially in the Kyrie Irving situation? So I, I think he – I really, really believe it feels like the franchise and, you know, arguably the best player to ever play the game feels like every second he's been with the Lakers, they've been on the same page. And that doesn't mean that they're, that every decision has been the right decision, but Bron got there and tell me a time that it didn't feel like they were trying to um, cater to what he was looking for. And I think both teams – both the team and the player, um, it, it aligns from what their goal is. Their goal is, hey, can can we have a shot to go win an NBA championship? So maybe maybe you could say, okay, that one plus one is so he could flex his muscle. But I, I would just look at the history since Braun has been there, whether it's let's give up every asset we have to go get Anthony Davis, whether it's, hey, you want to go get Russ? Sure, we'll go, go, we'll go get Russ and, and see if that trio can work. It obviously has not worked. And I've I've always kind of sat back. That 2027 and that 2029 pick, I mean, if you're going to tell me that they're going to stop in trading those two picks, um, they're going to stop there after they've really given up so many different assets, 
to not just accommodate LeBron, but to continue to pack the house and continue to have a chance to go compete in the West, I don't think they'd stop there. So I, I get the theory of the one plus one gives Braun um, kind of that similar strength that he would have when he was with the Cavs or some of these other organizations. But I actually feel like the team and, and, and LeBron are on the same page and the front office are on the same page. So I don't know if it's necessary for him to, to flex that muscle because I feel like they've accommodated to him since he's been there. Alan, how long do you think LeBron has left playing at this type of level? It's a good question, Jay. Well, I mean, I, I, I've been wrong. I mean, these last couple of years, I mean, last year to see him average 30 a game at this stretch, and I, it's almost actually, and I heard you guys talking about, he could be MVP caliber, it'd be all-star caliber. Uh, I think the MVP part of it, and maybe this is just unrealistic, and, and maybe this is just me as a somebody here in L.A., um, it's the Anthony Davis piece that I'm always curious about because if Braun is competing for an MVP or he's competing for a scoring title, that means Anthony Davis, what, does that mean he's playing half the season again? Does that mean he's not in there on a consistent basis or he's dealing with injuries or, or whatever the case is? But I, I think, Jay Will, I really do believe this. The style that LeBron plays, in a couple years from now when that option is up, for us to be sitting there and saying, He's still an all-star caliber player. I don't think that's crazy to say at all. Now, if, if from an MVP perspective, you got these young guns in the league that are going to continue to get better. They got something to play for. They're actually going after what LeBron has dominated as far as dominating the league for so many years. He doesn't have to be MVP caliber, but in two years from now, I still think we'll be talking about him averaging 25, probably six or seven rebounds a game, probably six or seven assists a game. And I think that says it all, and, and I think his game is conducive to playing Man, longer. If it's two or three years from now and he's getting 20, 22 points and six, seven boards and helping you win, playing 30 <laughs> minutes a game, that's a, that's a tremendous asset. It, it, Max, it is, and that's why I kind of always go back to this. I think we know what Braun's going to do. Even if his numbers dip, that's okay. Braun's going to be that floor general. Braun's going to be the, you know, whether he's, Maybe he's not pushing the ball up the floor like he used to back in his days, but in a half-court offense, or even if he does get the ball and he does push it up, the guy, it's, it's, he doesn't have to think with anything that he does. He's just, the game is so fluid to him. It's the other guys. It's, is Anthony Davis going to take a load off his back like he's supposed to, like that, that duo was supposed to be over this run that they've had together in the last two years? He hasn't been there 50% of the time. That's why I kind of always go back. It's like I, I get the Braun piece, but if AD is not Anthony Davis from a couple years ago, there really isn't much of a conversation. You're, we're going to be having this conversation about how the, the Warriors and the Suns and Dallas and Denver and Clippers and all these other teams are you know, in the West with a legitimate chance, and will the Lakers have a legitimate chance? I think so much of that is on AD. And if the Lakers have a legitimate shot and everything's on AD and also on LeBron, some things are going to come from upstairs. And that thing that comes from upstairs says that Bronny James will wind up being a Laker three years from now. What you think, Slee? You know, Key, I, I, that's a tough one for me to – I, and I've, I've kind of battled this one. We were talking, Travis and I were talking about this yesterday on the show as well. It's like, all right, think about how that has to line up. The way that has to line up, you're going to first have to – I don't know where Bronny is going to be in two years from now of what his draft potential is. Is he a top five pick? Is he a top 20 pick? Is he a, is he a second rounder? I think that piece alone 
brings up obviously so many different questions. I will say it's a cool story. It really is. It's an amazing story to see Bronny and potentially LeBron play together. Um, I think most Laker fans here in L.A. think it's a cool story, but I think the question they're asking is, okay, are we still competing? Do, I mean, we don't even have to go two years from now, or it would actually be two-plus years from now. I think they're looking at this upcoming season and saying, are we in the mix or are we not in the mix? And I think that Bronny story, it's a great basketball story, and I think a lot of Laker fans are saying, okay, but what does that mean on the floor? How do you even get to that, you know, that point? And even if you get to that point, you have a chance to win, or is this just a storyline that the league loves, but Laker fans are kind of standing back saying, yeah, we've, we're winning 35 games a year. Man, I, listen, you know what it sounds like to me as he was talking? LeBron cut this deal with the Lakers and is like, look, if Bronny, if you got a late second round pick or if he's undrafted, I want you to sign Bronny. You going to do it? Yeah, yeah, okay, we'll have him yeah, on the team. Okay, do good, it. done. Let's go. Here, I'm signing right now. That's what it sounds like. Of course you're going to do it. That is Alan Sliwa, ladies and gentlemen. Jay, you want it? You got to squeeze one no, in for say, Alan? Alan, like 20 seconds or less, but I, I do. what do you think the chances of the Lakers actually getting Kyrie Irving are? Well, I mean, so much of the conversation was what's going to happen to KD, and I'll I, I, I simplify it this way. If KD doesn't move, Kyrie probably doesn't move. If KD moves... Then don't I have, a, I have a very difficult time thinking they're going to stop at a, a draft pick in 2029 or not accommodate what Brooklyn's looking for. So KD goes, I think Kyrie ends up with the Lakers. KD doesn't, then they're probably trying to figure out a deal with Utah or Indiana or one of these other teams. Hmm. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. That is Alan Sliwa. You can hear him, the host of Travis and Sliwa and uh, Lakers Talk on 710 ESPN LA. Thanks, Alan. Thanks, fellas. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com. Passion, drive, and patience. 
The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Radio. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2. Now, time for another Camp Confidential on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Robert Turbin, former Seahawks running back and Super Bowl champion, is with us now for a little Camp Confidential. What's going on, Robert? What's up, fellas? Doing well. I want to say it's an honor and a privilege to be on there with you fellas this morning. Thank you very Back, much. Max, did I hear you trying to rap these lyrics just now? Yeah, trying to. I don't try to do anything. I do it or I don't do it. He says, spits uh, a hot fire, like Dylon. Don't make me uh, – see, he hasn't heard – I don't drop my own lyrics, but I'll drop lyrics from my brother that are 25 years old that you'd be like, okay, I'll stop now. <laughs> there it is. There uh, it is. Doing well this morning. How we doing? You guys good? Yeah. Yeah, all good. What? Who do you like in the quarterback battle right now? Some battle between Geno Smith and Drew Locke. It's like it's like a bad yeah, sparring right. session. What's going on? <laughs> Geno's in the lead. Uh, oh I, I felt even going into training camp, OTAs even, Geno was going to enter the season as a starter. I still feel strongly about that right now simply because of, you know, his relationship with the coaches, his familiarity with the offense, and the continuity that he's always already established with the receiving core uh, in that locker room. And so he's in the lead. I think he'll remain in the league week one, and he'll be the, he'll be the starter going forward. What's, the Seattle, what's Seattle's shortcomings, though? I mean, we watched Russell Wilson a year ago get hurt, and then things changed a little bit. The defense was, hasn't been the same in quite some time since basically the Super Bowl defenses that they've had. But it seems that Pete Carroll continuously is trying to get things turned around, but it's not happening. Yeah, you know, one of the things that they've, you know, struggled with historically since those Super Bowl years, I mean, those Super Bowl years were led by who? The Legion of Boom, right? The secondary. And the secondary has since then uh, been lackluster. Uh, But you've got some pretty good safeties up there right now. Quandre Diggs, Jamal Adams, who we think will get back to, you know, playing the way he did the first year he was with Seattle. I think he had eight sacks that season. Uh, And then you got some young corners who – you know, I, I wouldn't say question marks. A couple guys that stood out in training camp right now, Kobe Bryant, uh, Tariq Woolen, who was a fifth-round draft pick, reminds us a lot of Richard Sherman. He's 6'5". He's got a lot of length. Uh, he runs a 4-2 to run with anybody. Watching him in practice, he's running with DK step-for-step, step, running with Marquise Goodwin, who's an Olympian, step-for-step. Step. You got that kind of speed that can take you a long way. He's making plays on the football. Uh, but still young players, right, rookies in this league. So there's going to be a learning curve there. But that's one of the biggest battles going on in training camp right now. They need to solidify 
that cornerback spot and be able to guard these uh, talented wide receivers across the league. Rob, Pete Carroll is the oldest head coach in the NFL. How much longer do you see him in that position? And is he the right person for this job right now? He's the right person for this job, yes. Uh, He has the most familiarity with the organization right now. People around this town, around this organization really love him. The players really love him. And, you know, they're almost starting over in a sense where, you know, all the old dogs are out now. Uh, every single player, aside from maybe Tyler Lockett, is is brand new uh, in that locker room from that Super Bowl era. Now, Tyler didn't win a Super Bowl with us, but, you know, he was still a part of that team. He was a young, young player during that time. Uh, but Pete still got a lot of energy. He's still running 100-yard sprints, you know, down the field at practice. He's still got that Hollywood smile. Uh, so I can still see him coaching for another three, four, maybe five years. I think he wants to see this era play itself out and see if they can win another title. Robert Turbin, former Seattle Seahawks Super Bowl winning running back, joining us this morning on Keyshawn J. Will and Max, of course. Um, Rob, so when you look at this Seattle team, Lewis Riddick, who's calling the game tonight on Monday Night Football on ESPN, says that the Seahawks are building something special in the Pacific Northwest, um, and they need to just figure out one position and I think we know what that one position is how do you feel about what he said I think he's absolutely right because if you look around the team they have a good balance of young players and veteran players and those veteran players are pro bowlers I mentioned Quandre Diggs already Jamal Adams on the defensive side of the ball how about Jordan Brooks who was third in the league in tackles uh, last year led the team in tackles uh, last season as well came up behind Bobby Wagner has learned a lot uh, on the offensive side of the ball, D.K. Metcalf, we know is a beast. Tyler Lockett has been the consistent and constant professional and leader that this team has needed over the last, you know, several years. And so when you, when you think about the leadership and some of the veterans that they have, their core players and some of the young players that are added on to it, how about Daryl Taylor, the defensive end, a rising star in this league? Some things he still needs to improve on, especially in the run game, but certainly an ascending player. So when you have that mix, your future is looking really bright. Hey, real quick before we that let you fun. go, before we let you go, Jimmy G is just hanging out out there. Now, there's a quarterback battle between – do you know how bad – nothing against Drew Locke personally, 6'4", taken in the second <laughs> round. He's entering his fourth NFL season. He's losing a quarterback battle to Geno Smith. The Seattle Seahawks don't have a terrible <laughs> roster. What am I missing? Why don't they already have Jimmy G? And do you think they're going to get him? We have about 30 seconds. They don't have Jimmy G because of the 49ers. And the 49ers, no, they, 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 they let Jimmy G go to the Seattle Seahawks. That's going to be trouble for the 49ers because Jimmy G is going to spill all the beans, mm-hmm. all the beans to Pete Carroll in that defense for the Seattle Seahawks. They're not going to trade him in the that. division. Right. <laughs> right, right, exactly. So uh, we'll see how that plays out. I think the, the, the Seahawks are comfortable with Geno. And regardless of what happens this season – you got some good quarterbacks coming in the draft next year. Maybe you trade up. You know, all of that remains to be seen. Um, but I think the Seahawks would rather let it play out with the guys that they have than going out and getting somebody, spending extra money that they don't need to. Let your, let your, let your playmakers make plays and, and see how the season plays out. I have a feeling I know how it's going to play quarterback of the future in the draft. I have a feeling I know with Geno Smith and Drew Locke how it's going to play out. Thank you very much, Robert Turbin. That's former Seahawks running back and Super Bowl champion. Thank you, Robert. All right, fellas.
Thank you. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really... Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Radio. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio. And on ESPN2. The came NBA out. schedule. It came out. We got some big games coming up. You, you boys want to hear some of the things I'm yeah. excited about? Let's do it. Yeah. So we got, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, key, yeah, L.A. Um, L.A. Vocal Lakers fly. at Warriors. And 76ers at Celtics on opening night. October 18th. Opening night. Lakers at Warriors? Lakers at Warriors. Sixers, Celtics. By the way, I don't know the Celtics are better than the Sixers. I don't know about that. I don't know. I think the Sixers might be better than the Celtics this upcoming season. I, yeah, I, I would. This upcoming season? Yeah. yeah. I would agree with that. Joel Embiid is healthy. Healthy, in shape, Sixers. You know, people don't think. Tyrese Robert Maxey. Williams being healthy, too. I mean, but, that's a hell of a matchup. But Tyrese Maxey, he's still getting better. He's so young, and he's already so good. He's just going to get better. You got that. You got Celtics at Heat. October 21st, mm. which is a rematch of the Eastern Conference Finals. Slugfest. Yeah. So, uh, and I mean, look, the, the game on Christmas Day that I, I, I'm, I'm stoked about is just the Memphis Grizzlies versus the Warriors. Like, I, I think that's. If Ja wouldn't have been hurt, man, you just never know. And plus all the barking back and forth between Ja and, and Steph and them for the fact that Clay, you know, Clay and then Dre. I, Bame being, you know, ejected from the game, like all it that. It seemed stuff, like man. a cool matchup, but I still, got, Brooks, go- I still got Golden State in front of him. Yeah, I mean, I mean probably. I'm just saying, they gave him some run with no jaw. You can't tell me jaw no doesn't make play? a difference. Yeah, not the whole thing. Not the whole thing. He missed two games at yeah, the end. At the end, so what, they already had. They were already in cruise control. No. no. No, yeah, they were. No. What was that? What was, was that series? Golden State was in. They cruise beat control. them by 50 go- without jaw. Yeah, that was the one game. It's a game at home. That was, was a, the one game, but Golden State game. was already up like 3-1 or six. something like that. I think they won a six, right? They were up 3-1. Look it up, Jay. I'm telling you. They were already up. Yeah, I know. There was a closeout game. So they were game. already done. It's fine. Mm. They won one little game. Hold on. They beat them in six, and your best player by far didn't play in two of the games, Key. That could easily swing a series. And by the way, if they had got, if they, got they, they dropped the first game in the series that they should have won. Right. By the way, no, no. Won that, Key, if you're saying y'all like Ja, he cool, he got the hair, and he just small, and he go to the cup, I get all that. They not ready for Golden State. Yet, I don't know. Man. They look pretty ready to me. But look, if you said even if Ja was healthy the whole time, who probably wins? Probably the Warriors, but it's not yeah. a sure thing to me. Not okay. a sure thing based on that series. 
I don't know. And they're only going to get better, those young guys. By the way, you know you know who I don't see, like, slated games that are supposed to be like, big games that people are talking about? The Clippers, man, which is crazy because I think the Clippers, like, if they're healthy, have the best lineup just, in the West. kind of like LeBron and AD, though. Their team, they hurt so much. you got to stay healthy, man, a little bit. But who's on their team? They're always hurt. Always hurt. Stay hurt. Did they even fill the roster to get out there to compete? Remember, if if one John of these Hall, days man, they Paul stay George, healthy, Kawhi Leonard, if they could stay healthy one Reggie of these Jackson, seasons, they could win the whole thing. But they, Luke you know, Kennard, and they're stacked, man. Good day. What's going on, everybody? Welcome into First Take. Thank you for being with us. You saw who's here. Christopher Mad Dog Russo to my left. But one thing they got to do is they got the bats. They got to hit the bats. You can't score any runs. How are you going to win any games? It's not the pitching. How do you expect Aaron Judge to just lead the team all the way? You can't do it. You can't just win for them. To my right, obviously, with the playmaker, Michael Irvin. You don't know anything about the Dallas Cowboys. They going to go undefeated like the Miami Dolphins if they cut back the pillars. Now look, look, we got a team in Jerry's world. That was so good, man. It's Aries Spears over here. Look, 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 look. Yeah, look, look, look. Oh, my God. That was, that was a real good Michael Irvin and a real good Chris Russo. <laughs> oh, Russo going to be mad at me. Why? No, I know. They'll get a kick out of it. It's funny. It's hilarious, though. But didn't they? He was barking at you. No, yeah. From the first time to, you landed in New York as a uh, teenager, basically, God. as a young I adult. To, I had to tell him and, his, him and his partner that if they didn't calm down, that I was getting off the interview. You know, because I was came, I held out. Why did you hold out? The guy's going to give you money. Why would you hold? You know, I was like, dude, relax. Let me explain to you. Don't take their side and try to bully me. Because I'm coming from the West Coast, and you think I'm intimidated because you're talking loud and fast? No, it's not going to happen. I think it's more like, look, as you know in this business, you have to make a lot of snap judgments. Like, you have to get an impression of things. There's too much information to know every little detail. So you get an impression. And then when you do talk radio, especially local, where you're going to up the home teams, you, sometimes we'll make, you'll jump to conclusions maybe you shouldn't or whatever. So back then especially – Oh, loudmouth guy, give me the damn ball guy. First, first overall pick, he's holding out the nerve loud, of him. Loudmouth. You yeah. that? that that's, the, that's the the way the that framing. they would. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, so ridiculous. Because back then especially, I mean, listen, by the way. You didn't have as much access to all the stuff that you have now, But right? also there's always been a school of thought from the old, old school, like the athletes supposed to just keep their head down, keep their nose clean, don't worry about the other decisions. Yeah, handle your that. money and be quiet. Right, exactly. But Shut not up and dribble. Happen. Right? Not, yeah. not going to happen. It wasn't going to happen to me. I held out uh, my first. I missed all the training camps, so I held out. I signed, and I was. I think the, at the time the fan was the the, the station. WFAN, for, yeah. They were the station for the Jets, right? And so they get the Jet players or whatever yep. to do the interview. So I was going to do the interview with them and talk about the contract and holding out and this that and the other. So they asked a question, and I was getting ready to answer it. But you asked me the question, and you're going to answer it for me. And, it was, and the other dude, well, you know, he held that, you know. I'm like, if y'all don't slow the I'm, I'm, beat I'm out of down, here. I'm going to hang up on you. You asked me a question. Oh, you weren't in studio? You were on the phone? No, I was on the, over the phone. No, I didn't hang up because they slowed down. Then they started again. And eventually I was like, I told the PR dude, I said, man, I'm getting ready to get up. Jay, by the way, I'm holding out. That's you know, A lot of people don't know this. I've been holding out since my rookie year. I just never signed. So that's that's Yeah, that's it was just, it now. was one of those, it was one of those, <laughs> I'm going to punk this West Coast kid because we're New Yorkers and that's what we're going to do. I don't think they were thinking of it like you're no, from the West I, Coast. No, but I feel like old media. They, so. oh, I feel like old media set up a lot of traps. No, it, it, it was right, a trap. Like, it was, it was a, a yeah. lot of traps, right? Lot of that traps. get you to react 
They get you to like, do something that goes viral, that like, creates a headline. Like it wasn't like it was before viral. Viral. You gotta viruses didn't even exist back yeah. then. You got to remember, predates well, them. We are typically laid back and chill. We're the yeah. screaming and hollering. It's like, no, West, no, not, not West Coast. That's not what we do. It not West Coast. So they figured if you could rattle him, you know, oh, he's gonna. He was, we'll get him to stumble up on a few words, and we got him now, you know. And it's like, no, that's not gonna happen. But it was fun. Yeah, yeah you had some fun with the media. I don't. Those guys. You people. You, you people. people. Oh, it's you, it's you people. You guys are in media the media. people, yeah. You're in the media, and that's why we're talking about Listen, LeBron James and his extension, because you're in the media. They used to dangle Wayne Krebet in front of Key. That's what they used to do. Which was the silliest thing ever, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, like, like all the, the, the white people, they thought it was cute. Oh, Wayne Krebet, Wayne Krebet. I'm like, man, I don't care about no damn Wayne Krebet. Ah, oh, Wayne Krebet. He's my teammate. Ah, oh, Wayne Krebet. You're like, dude. So they tried to make it a black and a white thing, an East Coast. He's also a little West guy. Coast, a little guy, Coast, a big yeah. Hollywood guy coming. What, where was he drafted, kid? Uh, he was, wasn't. He wasn't. He, he was, was undrafted. Undra- the undrafted little white guy. All that. He's all, all heart. That. All but, all but, all so but what that painted Key as, Jay, which was unfair, the was the, no, not just the villain, but a, it was stereotyped him in a certain way. Usually, the, the diva wide receiver, yeah. number one guy, that bully. guy is I'm not really an overall football player. Is he yeah. willing to block? Is he willing to go across the middle? Is he willing to do the dirty work and forsake <laughs> oh, his stats? Actually, Jay. Key was always that kind of player. He was always that kind of player. I but, used to laugh. But they would it, they typecast it as Krebet is the worker bee and Key is the glamour <laughs> guy. Right? Oh god. Am yes. I right or wrong? Framing man. Right. Yeah. Oh, the little, the little but he crazy. actually Key was a worker bee. Yeah. He was just a big worker bee. And the crazy thing about it back in that day, they had no idea him and I, we go to Atlantic City. Go kick it. And go gamble and come friends. back two days later for practice. We would just sit in our lockers and laugh. We wouldn't even say anything. Let them through. They want to put it on the back page, put it on the back page. Right. One of the, uh, one of the at best, each other's throats. One, oh, God. Yeah. I was going to say, one of the best ones, though, <laughs> New York Post. I'm standing there, minding my damn business, getting my locker cleaned out. His locker's right next to mine. So my shoulders is turned. Boom, locker. Keyshawn gives Corbett the cold shoulder. <laughs> Man, what the hell is wrong with up the, Did you guys ever mess? Did you guys headlines. ever mess with the media purposely? Make oh, yeah. it seem like? Oh yeah. What would you do? Like I just, just, just look at you know maybe give him a dirty look or something. I remember no one time. One time uh, we came out of our team meeting room downstairs into the uh, locker room and the media had a locker room session and his locker's literally next to mine. And he came walking toward the locker and I waved him off and told him to leave. So it made it look as though he didn't want to be standing by my locker. Did you get a headline? Yes, of course. <laughs> Corbett can't stand Key or something, yeah. you know. Can't stand to look at him. I think that's what it's saying. And said. when they asked you about it's it or like, him about it, what would you say? I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> well, he, he, he didn't want to come over there and stand by you. No, he didn't want to stand by y'all because y'all crowding our space. That's what it was. <laughs> I like how he sets him up and then he's like, what are you talking what about? You that's talking? ridiculous. That's but so he set key. him up for that's it. So yeah, key. because they, they fall for anything. So I, I teased it, so I want to pay it off, pay guys. It. Um, what does the LeBron extension mean for Russell Westbrook and Kyrie Irving? Jay, to me, this is a not going to be a championship year. Uh, but if they get Kyrie Irving, you never can. Listen, well, they Kyrie get him, they get him and this AD year. and LeBron? They get him this year or they get him next year. But Kyrie, why, AD, why, and let LeBron? Me, let, me, let, me, let me ask y'all this, though, real quick, though, Jay. Why couldn't the Lakers do it with Westbrook? What, what if Westbrook just— Can't shoot. But what if he changes everything that he did with Darwin Ham this year 
from last still year. Still won't be able to shoot. And, and AD and LeBron shoot it well enough that if you have other shooters on the floor, you're fine. But if, you, if Westbrook is the worst shooter of the three, and like but none no, of them. What makes you think they think can't get the other shooters? They the got to get though. nothing but shooters. They got to fill out the but, roster. I think it can work. I think you need to just increase the pace of the game for Russell Westbrook. I actually think it's possible. But I, I mean, I kind of agree with Phil Handy. He was the assistant coach with the team. I mean, he said the other day that he thinks Kyrie is the most skilled player to ever see the game. Been saying it. Like he's saying it for years about, now. Like if LeBron's are the most skilled players, and you got Kyrie there, that that's that, that skill set, man, combined with AD, that just it feels like it's on a different stratosphere than what it looks like with Russell Westbrook. The thing about it, and that might be the case if we doesn't get mean Kyrie. you can't win without Russell. It'd be great to get Kyrie. Kyrie's training yeah. in L.A. He can walk around and. Venice enjoy, Beach, no Venice shoes. Venice Beach, no shoes. Enjoy life. <laughs> sit out on the rocks. Look at the ocean in Malibu. I'm sure. Meditate. Meditate. Go do, earthing. Yeah, he could do whatever every, weird everything. thing they want to do. They'll embrace it. Everything that they yeah. don't like about him in other places. Right. We love him. Yeah. Right. <laughs> All the weirdos of it. Yeah. Oh we yeah. Love see ya. Yes. Yeah. You realize earthing is just there are electrons anywhere and no, you rub up Man, against anything and get electrons. Have, no, no, it's different when it's on your feet on green, the earth. He can have more green juice than he's ever had. Yes, cold pressed juice. Oh, that. All the cold pressed ah, juice yes. and the seaweed he wants. All the seaweed he wants. That's right. The kale chips, everything. Oh, kale chips. Forget about it. Uh, I can't with you guys. What do you mean? <laughs> and not only that, but his skill set would perfectly complement what they already have. And it would then be ridiculous. after practice, he could do hot yoga every day. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. He could lead this to hot yoga ses- team, team-wide sessions if you wanted. Absolutely. And I'm all for it. Sign him up. Greenies coming up next. This has been Keyshawn J. Willemette. And this program will be back at its normal time at 6 a.m. tomorrow. Eastern. Perf. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn J. Will and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com.